dangerous surveillance and fake news. We're putting them under the microscope in this episode. Stay tuned. Hello, my name is Susan Hamilton. And I'm Larry Kortkamp. And today we've got a lot to share with you, so hang on to your seats. There's probably a lot that you've been hearing lately about misinformation and just how dangerous that fake news is that must be all over everywhere. Well, that's the term we hear all the time, right, from everybody? Misinformation. So what is misinformation? Well, is misinformation to you, is misinformation my view and not your view? Is misinformation to me your view and not my view? Well, I'll tell you what. We There's certainly, I'll, I'll, I can tell you this much, there's certainly enough documentation, there's certainly enough alphabet agencies out there actually researching this and putting it all together that a person with any common sense can take a look at this between the lines and realize the damaging uh, nature of the whole doggone thing. Yeah, we I mean, ought to be able to talk. So this particular first story comes to us from the Gateway Pundit, great uh, collector of news, by the way. Uh, and it's talking about the unconstitutional censorship efforts by the Department of Homeland and the CISA group, our cybersecurity yeah. group of the federal government. And it, it just makes you think really about exactly what they're looking into and why and who is making these decisions. Well, it's an right? undesirable voice, right? Yeah. It's an undesirable voice that they're looking at. First of all, um, we sure thought we were past all of that with our First Amendment and the fact that you may not like what I got to say, but I've got a right to say it. Yeah. And at the same time, what about um, the fact that there are so there's so much surveillance getting into your business. Uh, you know, right now, Jim Jordan is throwing a fit, and I really like that about him. Uh, that He's just put out a report, and we're going to have that link in the description box below for you to take a close look at, and you really need to do that. Um, uh, the report says that, C that CISA engaged in surveillance by expanding its mission from cybersecurity, which, you know, all of these alphabet agencies come on board with these really righteous causes, right? They're going to protect us. I got news for you, friends. The government does not protect you. It does yeah. not, they don't understand that they work for you, and they're not going to understand that unless you hold them accountable. Because these guys think that they, uh, that we as Americans are the biggest threat, that we might know exactly what they're up to. And that's something we should be paying a closer attention to. Yep. They're saying that si they went from cybersecurity to monitor foreign disinformation and to eventually monitor all disinformation, including Americans' speech. Interesting how I see the word American here when it's not written on any of our government websites. Crazy. Uh, but they've exploited their connections with big tech and government-funded nonprofits to censor by proxy yeah. in order to circumvent the First Amendment's prohibition against government-induced censorship. Um, this is, they've, they've, re, they've got reporting uh, funnels or uh, reporting portals that they can funnel misinformation directly uh, from the government uh, the government puts out a misinformation report. Okay, so, and here's what that looks like. The government, yeah. we need to stop burying the lead sometimes. The, the government 
as we read it and interpret it here, is whatever the current administration says, because the federal government, the federal government today is whatever the Biden administration wants it to be. There is no laws for the federal government that stay consistent throughout. Each administration puts their thumbprint on whatever it happens to be. So the current administration, the Biden administration, says that misinformation is anything that this group over here puts out. And, and they've made it very clear, they don't like what they describe as the MAGA group. So anything that they interpret as coming from the MAGA group or a MAGA person is misinformation, regardless what it is. Well, Sky so is blue, up is up, down is down, whatever that information is, if it's coming from a certain person with a MAGA hat, it's misinformation. Well, the idea that anybody could have a thought. A dissenting right? thought. A dissenting thought or a dissenting yeah. uh, point of view. And I'll tell you what, that's important because actually that's what science is. Yeah. Science is taking a look, a critical look at the scenarios that you're being exposed to, at the documents being provided today, say all the documents on Marco Polo um, and so many of these others where the, the, the things that um, Christopher Ray and, and all the various yeah. uh, actors, you know, Fauci and everybody else, these guys, uh, Hunter Biden, they've all got, they're recorded they, they're, from the banking to the to video, right? And documentation of what they've, uh, what they've gotten, been involved in. And they're so busy playing this wag the dog. Look over here at all, at the ridiculous thing. And then wait a minute, we're gonna shut up people that know better and that are paying attention. So it's all about language. It's all about departments. They wanna create a czar. Who started this whole czar thing? Did that start with, with uh, Obama's administration? Was he the first one to do a czar? Well, you gotta understand. Why are we using a Russian terminology in our government to, to declare some czar, some person that's going to be the czar of misinformation? When they, when they have those labels, right? They're not, they're not accountable to anybody. They can just get out there and do what they want to do and tell you, that, so they're going to tell you what misinformation is. You know, there was a day when I grew up, you, you researched things. Yeah. You looked at, you had several pieces of information and you went through that. You determined what you were going to use to write your report, what was credible, what was not. Those were things that we were taught to be. To, but you know, to we, really had, it, we had it to a point, we had it somewhat easier because there were dissenting views out there. So because there was not one certain view that was passed down, there was a popular, there was a popular video that circulated there a while back and it had all the newscasters from local news reports and they put it into some collage. And it was from all sorts of stations, from a Fox station, CBS, ABC, it didn't matter. But each one, it was a local broadcast, not the national ones, but on each local broadcast, it didn't matter which affiliation it was, the reporters reading that story were all reading the same, the same story. exact story right down to the joke. And so if anybody is, a, is opposed to that, that then they're, and, and I, I will tell, I want to point out with Gateway Pundit, um, that these are really well-researched yeah. articles. And this Jim Hoff, let me tell you, he's not a nobody. No. Uh, he's the founder and the editor of the Gateway Pundit, one of the top conservative news outlets in America, awarded the Reed Irvine Accuracy in Media Award in 2013, the proud recipient of the Breitbart Award for Excellence in Online Journalism from the Americans for Prosperity Foundation in 2016. These He writes these amazing documented articles that have links and 
uh, all of the all of the supporting documentation, supporting documentation and statements necessary. And, uh, uh, so whatever take a goes look with at it, that. So. When we give you a gateway pundit link, my friend, you yeah. need to go back in there and take a look at that yeah. and decide for yourself because we are going to trust you to be able to look at information and and, and be able to tell for yourself is this credible and is it not? That choice is yours and yours alone. By the time somebody else comes in and tells you, wait a minute, we're only going to give you this much information, which of course is the danger in education today. Yeah. That's the struggle. Well, not just education, everything. So in, in misinformation in our elections, this uh, next article that comes to us here comes to us again from the uh, the pundit in this case, and it's on the Arizona vote. Uh, if you're familiar with this, you know it involves Kerry Lake, but also others that were in the 2020 vote and all the discrepancies and problems that they had in Arizona relating to that vote. Yeah. In this particular instance, again, we're getting down into data and statistics to where it shows that there was an 8,241 <laughs> vote discrepancy between the voters that were listed as voting. So this is a report that says yeah. these people actually did come in and vote, but the number of ballots that were actually then counted. So these people came in to vote, but apparently their votes weren't counted and it was only off or by they were counted for someone out there it's it's wrong whatever this number is this was a discrepancy this regardless is the, the of what it is in, those in two what you were told those two numbers need to match yes. so we're off by just 8241 but you need to remember that the discrepancy between the two candidates in this case was just 280 votes 280 votes meant the difference between winning and losing but the difference in the discrepancy was 8,240. And that's for Abe Hamada. That's not Carrie Lake. Carrie no, Lake is- That was is, another, this is another race, yeah. but it's a, it's a, again, it's a difference between a Democrat and the Republican. And somehow, somehow, the vote discrepancy ended up in the favor of the it is Democrat. calling it it is calling it newly discovered evidence intentionally withheld by Katie Hobbs and just and it justifies a new trial argued Hamada's attorney Jen Wright uh, Wright told the court Maricopa did not provide provisional ballot information until after the trial information that had it been timely provided we would have been able to address those problems we found at trial so well okay so they're not getting the information it's not the only trial. it's misinformation because yeah. the, the public the voting public is not being they're not being told the they're truth. not being told what's the going whole on truth. Throughout right? exactly. Well, that's the same. And, and the result, and what they're being told is, we can't say this information because it's a security clearance. It'll cause disruption in the system. It'll make the election undemocratic. It'll make, I mean, all the terms that they come up with yeah. to say we can't show you because we've been cheating. All the different yeah. ways they can it's say that. It's all behind the veil. And guys, we've got to get in there and demand transparency and accountability in all of these places. Yeah. If there's nothing to hide, isn't that what they say when they go after people? And with, they continue with no to hide. Legitimate so, reason? so this next article is talking about Michigan. Michigan, again, it's election integrity. So when we talk about election integrity, we're not talking about bitching about who won or lost, right? We're just saying it's a very simplistic process. There are two candidates. I go into a booth, I cast my vote for one or the other, they're counted at the end of the day and somebody wins. The process is what we're arguing about. 
These are these are rationalized numbers. If te- if technology makes things easier, then but then and, and immediate and instant because think about that. Yeah. That money can when you go spend money out of your bank account, that digital transaction happens just like that. And you get now, it on your app on your phone. But if you right? uh, are expecting money to come in, it doesn't go quite so quickly, does it? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? But so there's you know you can tell that there's a problem with the way technology d- decides how to interact with you, and this is the same thing. You've got technology, where is it going from? There, it should line up absolutely from the, where the precinct is, to, to that precinct, to the county, to the secretary of state, those numbers yeah. should be identical, and time and time again, they're not. They are not. So this article about Michigan is a group, the group is called 100% Fed, Fed Up. up. <laughs> Uh, but but what they're doing is is actually going into detail on several bills that are now being proposed by the Democrats in the state of Michigan with the obvious intent. So when we say it's an obvious intent, there's there's uh, there's items in here that are being put forth that are blatantly obvious ways Setups, of really. disguising the truth or what or hiding it in the future. So one of these, and there's, I don't know how many, Susan, how many letters, how I many don't things know. are there? Yeah, 10, um, 12 of these things. There's a lot of these points that they're making. We're just going to share a couple with you because they're so in your face. There's too many. So here's yeah. one. Here's one that says it will remove the, it'll, it says it's going to mandate the placement of drop boxes. So if you'll remember, there was a movie called 2000 Mules. It was a film by Dinesh D'Souza. It was excellent, but it focused on these drop boxes. Now, a drop box is not like your post office box. It's a box that's specifically set up to handle ballots. And these were set up and they had to be video monitored, right? Most of them were video monitored with a video. And when the movie came out, everyone was throwing rocks at Dinesh because there was not video on every single box. So the discussion revolved around why aren't there videos on each and every box? Because we could easily see what's happening. Well, this particular law in Michigan, it's going the exact opposite. So it's saying here that it's going to- Increase the number of ballot boxes. It's gonna mandate the placement of boxes into every community, Mm -hmm. but it's gonna remove the existing video monitoring requirement and change it to a clerk. A clerk may video monitor the drop box. Well, why would you remove it and leave it up to the disposition of a clerk Unless you're softening this position. Unless you're softening the fact that you don't want any video evidence of what's going on in the drop boxes. Um, So so. so that brings us back to our original discussion. What is misinformation? Are you allowed to know this? Are you allowed to even be aware that this is happening? Once again, this is coming to you from the Gateway Pundit that has got all of these, this, this letter and all of these points that really make a lot of sense. Um, So misinformation, who decides it's misinformation? how they can track data. All these things are very important in today's world because we're, we're fast moving towards this thing where the, the reason we have all these data points and these tracking devices on us and in our, in our computers and on our bodies and in our credit cards and everywhere else, obviously it's easier for people to track you and to make decisions about your life or to influence your life in one way or another. This other one actually is even more scary than that. This article talks, it's come to us from Breitbart. Microsoft and friends want to destroy online privacy is Wait the Wait a minute, headline. I thought the whole point was online privacy. The whole thing was cybersecurity. Wait, yeah. you mean to tell me that none of that garbage yeah. is actually being done? Yeah, so in this particular article, 
when you're dealing with your computer, right, the last domain inside this box here is the CPU, the central processing unit. Whether you're connected to an internet or on or off, the CPU is actually gathering data and it's always in there. So when you, when you hear on the news that they were able to uh, rescue or repair or bring back, it's because all that data is being stored in this machine. But that's also been kind of sacred ground too because that was like your private papers. And unless you were subpoenaed, unless you were charged with a crime, this was something that they actually had to, had to grab from you in order to find out this information. It what, is it is equivalent to going people, into your office and what digging these people around want to do, unauthorized. These people want remote access to this unit of everybody without warrant or just cause. Now they're going to be able to actually go into your CPU and that means the the ability to obviously make changes as well. So now we get into wow, talk about So this misinformation. Is Talk this about is misinformation. I want you to really, really grasp what that means for you because at this stage of the game, what they're working on really, really desperately is how to convince you that what the state sponsors, health information, climate information, election information, corruption information, all of that. And I don't know if they've even got the weather right. And I mean, they, they, they're not getting it right anyway. But the idea that any of the information that you're getting through state-sponsored media must be endorsed by this narrative. And if it is not, and that, how many alphabet agencies, over 75, that are, are, that are going in and deciding they are judge and jury, they're going to write the regulation, they're going to be the ones holding people accountable, and then they're going to take people to court. They, that is outside of any constitutionality whatsoever. Yeah. That goes, this is a legal search and seizure, number one, because they don't have a right to your private nope. information. Uh, it, it, because it's, it's not just do they have a right to know what's going on in your head or your your approach to the world, um, but it's also very, like you're saying, not only can they decide that you can be discredited because your wealth of information comes from sources that they're now going to tell you they couldn't possibly be right because they're not sponsored by the state, they can also come back in and, and, and put whatever they want there and, and discredit you, called you a criminal account, uh, criminal intent by putting whatever they want to inside your they could, we In the old days, we used to call it where the bad cops would plant information. Plant, they'd come in and plant drugs on a suspect. They would plant something, and that would meant just taking a physical something and putting it in your pocket or putting it at your house or whatever. What these people would have the ability to do is technically, the technology would allow them to go into your computer from some remote location and plant information history onto here. Think about AI, how powerful it is. Think about deep fakes, how good they look. Think about uh, the ability to replicate your voice, your image, and put that on a computer that they say is yours and yours alone. Well, now it's not, no longer mine. If they and have the key needs to, to be it. it. If, they, if they go forward with something, this we've got to make sure we're, wait a minute. Once somebody from an outside source has access to that stuff, it is no longer mine and mine alone. Yeah. That, is, that changes everything. That was the old thing of chain yeah. of custody, chain right? Chain of custody. If the chain yes. of custody was broken, then the, the evidence had to be thrown out. But now we've got to prove that the chain of custody was broken on my own computer. So how... Depends on how good this stuff is that they're doing, And you're limiting it to your computer because right? it's not just your computer because everything's well, a your computer. Phone, it's your, 
um, because your car is a computer, Everything. your your refrigerator, your Amazon you know, uh, thingy sitting on the desk. We over just here? bought a washer and dryer, oh and that doggone thing can be hooked up to the Wi-Fi and be managed with my voice. That's awesome. I know I will not do that <laughs> because I don't need my washing machine listening to my household. How dumb is that? I mean, we just uh, do it for we we give away so much in the in yeah. the name of convenience yeah. and say, you know what? It's just easier. I'd love the idea just to walk into my house. And, and tell it what to do. Well, there comes a day with AI and government control and all these alphabet agencies that your house will tell you what to do. And those are the infrastructures that which, make them sound crazy. Which kind of right dovetails right into this next article. And this one comes to us from the Dallas Express. AI predicts political views what? based on your face pics. So Let's go back to our previous story where now we have access to your computer. We can see it from where we are and we're watching you sitting at the table or watching TV and we have access to your image because we can actually access the camera. Like that's right on, now, like all right these now, computers. All these right computers, here. I've got a camera right on there. They can actually see my face. But now they're looking at my face and apparently analyzing it to tell them that I'm a Republican or a Democrat or a libertarian or whatever they want. Well, your political views can mean anything. And, and now they're it gonna, can mean I just don't agree with you. Now they're going to mark it someplace and put that onto my permanent record. It's going to predict your It's going to predict. It's not even so, true or not. They're just going to make the... They're going to predict it. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, do they have that? So, listen. So a while back, a thousand people signed a letter and sent it off to Congress. And what did yes, it say? It said, it said this AI thing, AI. This AI is, thing out is out of we control not, and we haven't even started. We need to take a six month pause and take a look at this so we really know what we've got. Those are the developers yeah. of this, re this resource. Yeah. And now, so when you get into the story of misinformation and the idea that some other intelligence, this artificial intelligence is going to predict anything based on <laughs> so you, on, on mm. its version of what it learns from you and this is just a creepy creepy space and you know what i'm not here and to it's not just it's not just creepy this is scary stuff they're um, gonna they're gonna get into your computer tonight because you're running against a new candidate they're gonna get into your computer tonight and plant child porn on your computer and then they're gonna get a warrant that says somebody told them that there's child porn that you deal in and they're gonna confiscate your computer and they're gonna go and they're gonna to prove to society, look, it's on his computer. You didn't put it there, it's never been there. Somebody else snuck in in the middle of the Although night I think the government from far off that. and planted something that you're talking with the Russians or that you're, uh, that you're planning to kill your wife or your husband, whatever they want, they can put into your computer from remote and now it becomes attributed to you. And in fact, there can even be emails documenting the trail that leads to that. There can even be an audio file that's corrected with your voice talking about planning and it's this. The, but it's the time oh to stop gosh. it. The time to, to knock that off. We're, we're not there yet, you know, but those are the plans that they're Looks, clearly talking about. It sounds like about. we're getting pretty they're close. They're talking about yep. this stuff. And, and, we've, and I don't ever want to leave it in a scary place for you folks, because if I'm you I'm not know, scared, I'm angry. You know, you These people angry. think we're stupid. You ought to have some righteous indignation, yeah. but that ought to take you to pray because some of this stuff is just bigger than you and it's bigger than me and it's 
that's bigger than us. And we've got this opportunity to in, in, prayerfully get wisdom that is not of this world to understand how to overcome this stuff because God does answer our prayers. And this is an important time to really not forget that because we're not supposed to be operating in fear. This is a bunch of information out there that can look like a Goliath, but I have a record of that. And Goliath went down with a rock. But we're and, all telling know, people you've got to Pay attention. You have to pay attention. You can't agree and, with and, just everything and the they information, tell you. The information is actually getting through to you. It's getting through to you by sources like us, through uh, uh, pundits on the on uh, your podcasts, or through other newspaper outlets, or through Telegram, or through Instagram, or whatever. All this information is available, but you have to actually work to get it. It's not no longer going to appear on the NBC yeah. Nightly News that comes on at 5 o'clock. No, You're and you don't need have to be to looking for it on Facebook or this Instagram This next story, either. this next story highlights it even more. This is, Durham was actually charged with looking into, uh, John Durham was looking into the, the entire events around the, uh, uh, the big case of Russian collusion against Donald Trump. The thing that came out of this entire investigation by him and it, and it was presented in public so you could actually hear it. One of the things that they brought out was this line right here. And he said, the FBI was too willing to accept and use politically funded and uncorroborated opposition research. When we say operation, opposition, that's your, that's your political opponent. Opposition research such as the Steele dossier, you'll all remember that one. The FBI relied on the dossier and the FISA applications knowing they knew that they there was likely material originating from a political smear campaign or political opponent. That's huge. That <sighs> means they did this knowingly and they did it at the time of Trump taking office. January 2015 or 17 and 2016. You know what, guys? It, all of this stuff is it's a matter of rules for thee and not for me. Hold your elected officials accountable and hold and you need to be correcting their administrative errors. This couldn't be more important. Until next time, join us again for another riveting episode of OBBN Network News. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5, 9, 5 and 9 Central and 6 and 10 uh, Eastern on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com. Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media. Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program. And do please consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, 10 or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. We want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and their services.